This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Max Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City. But in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Leicester to I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. Oh, right there. <laughs> Having so much fun with these uh, these things here. Um, I don't know if you can see me. Can you, anybody see me at all? I appear to be black. Apparently, I'm having a thumbs up. I can be. It's 
just on my screen, I can't be seen. Apparently, can you see me, Jake? Yes, I've got a black screen, which basically makes me look a hell of a lot better. <laughs> I'm just purely, purely in the dark, which is basically sums my life up. But it is Lesser Till I Die TV. We're not really back as such, but we kind of got on the first step ladder. You can find us on YouTube, Lesser Till I Die TV. Please subscribe. And if you listen to this on Catch Up on Spotify, Google, Oh, there I am. I've suddenly popped up on my own own camera. My God, I was better looking in the dark, wasn't I? You can catch us on all the major podcast platforms, including Amazon, uh, Apple Podcast Addicts, and Spotify. Here's Lake and Fire. Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. I'll tell you something. Whatever you say about West Ham fans, there's no way they can dance. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Now, we are having a few problems trying to, because Craig can't make it this evening. Um, he's got family matters to attend to. And so we've got Brad um, stepping in for him, but we're, we're having problems getting hold of Brad. Uh, I don't know whether his camera's down or what. Hang on, I think... No, Brad. Brad's upstairs. He said he was having problems with his upstairs video. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Oh, oh, oh. That's the last time I ride this bike up here. <laughs> See you there. It is the West Ham Okay, and we seem to be absolutely filling the room at the moment with West Ham fans. So, uh, good evening to um, well, we've 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 got Mini Me in the uh, in the chat in a minute. So this is obviously Maxi Me. Hello, Richard. How the devil are you? Um, West Ham reunited. Yeah, come on, you irons. All right. Um, Chris is only here for the West Ham. Ready for the beer, I'd say that. Richard's saying, yep, you can uh, <laughs> see you and West Ham reunited. Yeah, we're not even going to go there, I don't think, about a certain player. We might do. We might do. Anyway, let's bring my first guest in. I think he's wiped himself down. He's got his tiss put his tissues away and he's back with us. Brad, good evening. Are you there, sir? Yeah, I am here. Yeah, yeah. I told you that bike doesn't like going up the stairs, don't I, Chris? I told you that before. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. And I am sorry that you are having problems upstairs. I must admit, at my age, all my problems are downstairs, but we won't go there either. I don't yeah, well, think. No, no comment, Your Honour. <laughs> and thank you for stepping in for uh, for Craig. Absolutely no bother, mate. Not at all. Not a problem. I suppose. I suppose we'd better get him in, hadn't we? Because I mean, his dad's you know giving him permission to stay up late tonight for the show, so it would be rude to keep him waiting sort of any longer, really. And 
I'm glad he's got his name underneath because well, you don't know these days. You can't tell a West Ham from a Burnley from an Aston Villa fan, can you? Oh, they all play dreadful football. Well, this is very true. Good evening, Jake. Is it Aston Villa unofficial? Oh, I just woke up after that six years worth of intro. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I was I was seen to see how long we could sort of you know push your dad at letting you stay up. Oh, I've just woke up honestly. But one thing I've got to pick you up on about in the 18th century when the start of that intro video started about. 18 million years ago it's, it said something about nottingham's blue well it hasn't been in the last two weeks has it no no it hasn't but it was when that was recorded no. but, but for the last eight years mate it's been irrelevant so i'm happy with that they can have the little fa cup final it's the closest they're going to get to one exactly oh, don't, call, don't call the fa cup little you won it last year i didn't say it was little i said it was our fa cup final that's the oh, difference my my young sir yes Yes, Indy. Honestly, he's having one good season, and you think he's, you know, he thinks he's, uh, I mean, he's Chelsea. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, you say one good season, Chris. All the all, all West Ham have done is look at Leicester, and they've gone. We want to be the next bottom. <laughs> yes, yeah, all you've done. You finally caught up to the plate. We're letting you have your little moment this season. There's still, there's still what 16, 17 games to go. We'll, we'll see how far you throw it away. Yeah, we'll see how far we might go the other way. Let's be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> That's the worry. We might play. We might still play Nottingham twice, twice next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we'd beat them. I mean, all joking apart. I mean, we've got you on Sunday, uh, Jake, and uh, I was told that I had to put you. Um, I've got to really got to be careful how I rephrase things. Having a minor on here, haven't I? But I, I was told to put you below us two so that your West Ham scarf stands out. Ah, yes, that then it's not a scarf; it's a it's a plaque. My point. Oh, is it a plaque? All oh, right, right. Is yeah. it? Uh, well, and I'm sure it says Burnley. <laughs> those colours, anyway. But uh, you know, where is he? All, all joking apart, uh, Jake. I mean. We're not, we, you know, we've we've had two really really good seasons, and we, you know, we we'd got close to smashing the glass ceiling, as they say. And I'm really pleased. I mean, I've known nothing against West Ham, and it's great you're having a fantastic season. I mean, Brad alluded to it then, but you are kind of doing a Leicester. And I'm going to be honest with you: if Leicester can't do a Leicester, then I would want sort of. And I don't mean it nasty when I say smaller clubs, but one of the unrecognised big clubs, if you like. To, to, to go up there and just, you know, smash into that top six, if you like. But you, I mean, how happy are you with your season? Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Um, that's, <laughs> put that away, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. Your dad's in. Don't talk like that. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Cox. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, it's been, it's that been, sounded unfortunate as well, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> but no, your season, your season. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> that upstairs business, Brad. Um, <laughs> He's fighting back, Brad. That's why I got you in here to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we like a laugh, Chris. We like a laugh. But yeah, our season, it's been, um, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Um, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, as we always do. It's, it's been, it's been interesting with a mix of happiness, beating Liverpool at home three two, beating Chelsea at home three two, beating you lot at home four one. Um, that's definitely three. <laughs> 
definitely three of the highlights of the season for sure. But so you say it's in a roller coaster. What have your downs been? Well, we haven't signed any players. Um, Zoom has gone kicking his cat. Um, yes. uh, what else has there been? Um, if only you could kick a ball that well, eh? I know. Centre-back <laughs> crisis of Bonner's out for the whole season, uh, which is incredibly disappointing. Not that I don't want to see big Craig Dawson in there, but it is... Um, the new Bobby Moore, as I like to refer to him as. Who? The new Bobby Moore, Craig Dawson. <laughs> big Craig Dawson. I love the guy. I love the guy. <laughs> but, but, yeah, our season so far, I think, I think we'd all take... Um, at the start of the season when I spoke to you in August before we beat you 4-1. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, Just carry on. Just carry on because uh, what, what were you saying? Here we go. He's going to kick me out now. No, not going to kick you out at all. What were you saying? Just going to mute me, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you get kicked the, out. No, now you get the youth these days, Chris. They're, they're the more switched on than you. I mean, no, that's the trouble. You, you, I say, you're in here, you're in here for a reason, Brad. I couldn't handle a 14 year old on you. I'm going to stop talking like this, Brad. I'm going to come to you now. What, Jay? You... I'm just a character witness, mate, right? It won't yeah. hold up in court, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Brad. I, I mean, you've got to be really impressed with, with West Ham, yeah. I mean, I, as you know, uh, I've got quite, um, quite a connection with West Ham with my uh, mm. with my granddad who he, he was a, a, a very very um big supporter of West Ham and when they weren't playing Leicester which wasn't very often uh, after the 90s when we went down to the championship it wasn't too often but I always like to see West Ham do well you know I, mm. I never wanted to see West Ham in a relegation scrap I wasn't one that wanted to see them go down and they're a, they're a, they're a team I like to keep an eye on and, and do well when they're when they're not against us, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see. If, if I could have picked, if you'd have said to me, hand pick a team that's going to do what Leicester have done over the last two seasons to be up there and do it, I would have hand picked West Ham myself because they're, they're a team I enjoy watch. I mean, some of the greatest players played from when I grew up, like Defoe, Lampard, and mm. you know, in Decanio. Uh, I, I loved their team growing up, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't remember them, Jake. So, you know, borrowing your dad's shirt for this video is very gracious, but you're right, you are wearing that shirt <laughs> from that era. Did your you dad what? always buy you a, sh a shirt hoping that you'll grow into it, but not realising that by the time you've grown into it, you've got a new shirt out? No, no, <laughs> I bought this. I bought this from the West Ham shop in the, in the retro new section that they decided to put in there. Oh, but, yeah. See, they finally caught up to us with that idea. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see, yeah, see, they were supposed to be 40 quid, but I would have never paid 40 quid for it. So I got a 20 pound gift card for Christmas. So it only cost me 20 quid. Hey! And that was 10 pounds too much. Terry, good evening. <laughs> How are you? At least Jake is young enough to live and see West Ham have another good season sometime. <laughs> Very true. Uh, Scott, uh, four, four, good evening, Scott. 4-4-2 four, four, formation. KDH, Chowdhury in midfield. Madison and Daku up front. Now, I didn't know this. Um, Brad, have West Ham been linked with Daka? I mean, they can probably afford a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> probably afford his studs, probably, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I if they've been linked with him, then they ain't getting him. Not any not, no, not, not, I, I, do you play a lot of FIFA? That you might sign him that way. I don't. No, 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 no. 
No, because we were because we were linked with him. Um, I've not got no idea why I'm holding yeah. the pen, but I'm now. Um, we were linked with him the summer and the summer before. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we were linked with him the summer and the summer before you signed him. So we were we were kind of in the race as well. We're not linked with him right. now. Right. Right. No, I mean, it's just the, you, every player that we seem to want, you seem to sort of think, oh, let's throw after him, we'll go for him as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a good point. Do you remember that debacle where one season West Ham were after him, Leicester after him, then we are both after him? I think it was like William Carvalho, or whatever his name was. He was a sporting player. I can't remember, no. I, yeah, I, I, no, no, honestly, the papers link us with everybody in and everybody out. Well, yeah, I know at some point we'll be shaking it all about, but um, just to bring some, uh, so we are playing. It is a 4 30 kickoff on Sunday, it's on Sky, um, and it is at the King Power. Um, and Scott says, Have West, uh, West Ham got 100 million pounds to pay? Then probably not. Have a, have a word with Mr. Gold, um. Gold by nature, but uh, bronze by More like spending. Sullivan, Chris. More like Sullivan. Gold just sits back and puts his money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to bring it up, Brad. Let's get it out of the way. That's how we met. 4-1. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say the most successful thing about that whole entire performance was um, the red card. Oh, you yes. love Perez, don't you, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, actually, I like, I'll put, if I put something up, look, it covers Jacob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, keep Perry up. Hold on, Terry. Welcome to the show, mate. How you doing? Yeah, nice one. Um, West Ham retro shirts are last year's villa. <laughs> um, but it was, a, it was a red card for Perez, and it did do us a favour. I mean, we did try and contest it, but they wouldn't ban him for any more games than the two that it should have been done. Um, but no, uh, In fact, you can tell we played better with 10 men instead of Perez because we actually scored afterwards. Right, exactly, exactly. There you go. I'll put Jake hey, up the top there. On top of the world, Chris. On top of the world. For me, I think... Going into that, I underestimated West Ham. I mean, I think it was about our third game of the season, and you'd had you'd had a good season the season before, Jake. And I just thought, well, you'd be back down having another, you know, your usual relegation battle. But um, but no, you um, you 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 absolutely took us to the cleaners. Well, well, you know, you came on my preview show and said it was going to be one, two, three, four. Here one we go Western. again. And it Here was we one, go again. two, three, four, one in the West Ham. What a miracle, Chris. You know what you said of only having one joke, mate? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest with you, Brad, that day, I think, I don't think we realised that that was going to kind of sum our season up. Um, and I, I went into it, like I say, and I'm going to, I'll take my hat off here. I totally underestimated West Ham. Um, like I've just said, but I think, I think that cardboard cutout of Antonio could have scored if they'd brought him on the pitch. <laughs> I think he did at some point. I yeah. mean, we have to remember as well, you know, when, when they got Lingard on loan and he suddenly realized he actually had an ability to be like prime Ronaldinho in the middle of the park. Scoring goals for fun. Um, I don't think any. I think everybody questioned why West Ham weren't throwing the kitchen sink at Manchester United to try and get a deal in for him. And now we're looking at it and looking at the debacle of the January window. We're probably realising that whilst he put himself in the shop window, there's clearly a reason West Ham didn't go full out to get him. They probably felt that if anything, 
Lingard was getting a, reaping the benefits of, of, of a well-rounded West Ham side. And, you know, we we probably tend to swap records. I think if you look back over over recent history, we tend to do a number on you at the uh, at, excuse me at West Ham, and you tend to come to the King Power and beat us. It's usually a strange time, more time than not. So the the, the result was probably a less of a shock, and we probably let it slide because of the red card um, being down to ten men and 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 two late goals killed us off. But it was a start starting sign for both teams unfortunately how their season's going to go we've been extremely indifferent and West Ham are only just starting to do the Leicester the Leicester moves and 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 mm. slow down a bit because you had a cracking start to the season and it's why you are where you are uh currently in the league I mean you're having a great time in the in the Europa League I mean you know you guys admitted that you know when the draw was made you know you had a as we did last season you know you couldn't have picked a better um a better group yourself, I don't think. It was a nice nice group, but well done on getting out of it. Would you agree with what Brad was saying about Jesse Lingard there? And are you disappointed you've not got him back this season? To to the best of our understanding, from what we are told in the West Ham fan base, is the fact is that the deal not being done in January was nothing to do with West Ham. It was to do with um, Manchester United not wanting to let him go to a top four rival, which is still funny to this day, that uh, apparently we're a top four rival to Manchester <laughs> United. Um, he he wanted to go, Jesse Lingard. <laughs> he wanted to go, Jesse Lingard. He wanted out of the prison. Um, his his um, brother, his agent referred to that. And he, he wanted to leave West Ham. He didn't want to go to Newcastle. He wanted to come to West Ham, but they didn't let him go. Mm. We now expect him to run his contract out and then come to West Ham in the summer. But of course, that's not that's not certain until the pre-contract agreement gets done uh, in June. But we'd expect him to run his contract out of Man United now. Not 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 sign a new deal. He's done twenty years of service at Man United, and for him, and for him to come to West Ham in the summer. Is it twenty years he's been at Man United? Good God, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's been at Man since he was eight. He's at United yeah. now, twenty-eight. Wow, wow, God, I, I really do feel old now. Uh, a question for you, Jake. Here, um, Terry says um, he loved as a kid them tubes of bubbles you can blow. The cameras never show which fans are on that duty every home match. Uh, have you ever, have you ever tried to get on that duty, Jack? Jack. Um, Jake. Sorry. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, because we got the fancy Nancy machines now. Where someone goes down and presses it, and the bubbles all come out of machine. Come out of a machine. You see, they can't. Yeah, they're, working on a, they're working on the executive budget at West Ham. Oh, no. I know. What whatever happened to, to, to child uh, labour? That's what I, I know, say. Bring, bring it back. Bring it back. They used to make them do it all for free. Yeah, this surprised me, uh, Brad. I'm not going to lie. Um, the head to head that uh, we played twenty nine times. We've only won nine, and West Ham have beaten us fourteen times. That did. Yeah, like I said at the start, West Ham fans can't dance. <laughs> it's like Chelsea fans singing Chelsea all the way through the game. It's pretty crap and it's pretty basic. All you can do is wave <laughs> an arm around. You'd be good in America, mate, doing them and fluffy unveilable inflatables, wouldn't yeah. you? If you but, need uh, a, no, if you need we, a toilet break, Jake, just you know, go off camera. You don't have to put your hand up and ask for one. <laughs> anyway, Brad, sorry. Did the, I mean, fourteen times they beat us. I, I, find that really hard to believe actually 
Well, I mean, to be fair, they were kind of like a coup for us in 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 and around the nineties. Um, you know, again, play face of my era of the football, and they had the likes of the Lampards, the Canyos, the One Chops. They were quite a, a very impressive team to beat. Yeah. You know, remember back then you also had the Chelsea's down at your top top half of the table, but not quite pushing the, the top four or five clubs. But they were there and about some impressive players. And there were probably teams that we we kind of felt were a coup if we got some points off them uh, or, or win off them. So, you know, we're, we're, we've probably spent the last few years as well exchanging it. So, you know, we've probably got the edge more in recent mm. times. But back in the 90s, um, it was probably one in three or one in four was a win for Leicester. And and, and we, like I said, we were seeing them as a big result, a big win for us because they were back then and they were. Now, more yeah. so the numbers are slowly catching up because Leicester are getting the edge on West Ham, but there's still a few wins ahead. I mean, we'll have 10 wins after after Sunday. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, indeed we will. I mean, looking at that, uh, Jake, I mean, you, you obviously do better at home than away. Um, I think probably a lot of those are probably at the, the old ground. Um, but you must, obviously, and we'll, we'll look at form at the moment in a minute, but, you know, look, you've got you've got to be confident, haven't you? Oh yeah, well, well, it's a it's a it's a chance to make it eight to one aggregate, isn't it, uh, for this season? But I mean, we beat you fourteen times. That's how old I am. You beat us nine times. That's how old I was five years ago. So there we go. <laughs> hey, it's it's scary, that isn't it? It's scary how that all fits in together, eh? Yeah. <sighs> Well, yeah. Honestly, keep this up. You won't see your 15th, I'll tell you. Right. <laughs> Look at um, form going into this. Uh, we'll come to Leicester first and obviously Brad. I mean, one win in five. Uh, that was against Liverpool, but one of the losses was against Liverpool. I mean, did we see, did we see an upturn from Leicester? Or did we see enough from Leicester against Liverpool? I mean, we did in a way, and I, I, I obviously touched upon that yesterday. I, yeah. I did say whilst it was an approach that I expected them to take, it was I was more wanting approach number B. But on the basis of things now, after really being able to think about it a bit more, it probably was the case that Brendan decided we'll take approach A. So mm. even if we lose and we make a good account of ourselves, will gain natural confidence that way from probably frustrating Liverpool. I mean, they didn't, they didn't actually, even though we didn't do anything miraculously going forward in that game, we did keep ourselves in the game until about the 88th minute, regardless of the chances they had. They didn't yeah. hit the back in there. Uh, and then, you know, they didn't seal the game off and kill us off until very late on. Now, we know what the atmosphere is going to like. Um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know how the crowd are going to be. They're going to be up for it because the crowd gave a positive response on social media to it. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jake, but I I am expecting to hear a lot of boos when David Moyes reads the team when the team sheets read out and David Moyes has Zuma read at the back because personally I think he needs to be taken out the limelight for the incident that happened. I don't agree with all this, you know cancel his contract thing you've got to you've got to handle the situation right and and deplorable i think you need to take someone like that out of the limelight because he obviously regrets his actions and obviously doesn't mistake the fact he shouldn't have done it but i don't think you need to throw him into a cauldron on sunday i think in a way and it's not maybe politically correct 
but I think maybe less. I, I think the likes of Dakar and whoever else will be told to maybe put pressure on Zuma when he's on the ball because if he starts to hear the crowd getting on his back and really giving him, you know, some 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 booze, shall I say? I won't say anything too far because I hope they don't take it too far. But he'll he he may make a mistake and Leicester will look to capitalise on that. Call it gamesmanship, if you will, but it's it's going to be an interesting game. I know that much. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think we come into it with a surprise because, um, yeah, it sounded like the lads feel a lot better after the humiliation of last yeah. Sunday's performance. I think that I think the thing is, and we'll come on to Jake uh, about that in a second. Is the fact that the the first game after that debacle, and like I say, if we'd lost four one to Man City. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, but it was the fact that it was Forest, etc., and the way the way that we played. This is the home game, and like you say, I, I've been saying on social media, Jake, and not wanting to sort of dwell on it too long, but your fans weren't happy that Zuma was playing. Was it against Watford? Yeah. And um, <sighs> that was at home. This one's away, so it might not be as bad for him, but. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's one of those, isn't it? You know, I mean, the, there's different levels of what people are, are pleased with. There's a certain player at another northwest at a northwest club that has probably done 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 a lot worse. But do you would would you be happy to see him in the team? This is this is really difficult because the way I look at it, when I saw it first, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a cat. Um, I'm a cat fan. I like cats, and I saw it, and my and my and my heart sank. If I'm being completely honest with you, I thought I must admit I haven't even seen it. To be honest with you, well, just 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 don't watch don't, it. Don't honestly, it. mate. It's one of those things. I think me and Jake are both going to agree. We wish we hadn't seen it. Mm, yeah. Mm, the yeah. way now the way the way it will be handled. He he started against Watford, and the uproar. From Twitter and all of the other places when he was in the lineup, I think. I think before the game, we all thought that he wouldn't play. I thought we all yeah. thought that would be obvious, but obviously not. He started him. Now at the start, I was angry. I saw David Moyes' comment saying the incident is being de- dealt with. I deal with the football side of things. He's one of our better players. He starts a football match, which I can understand why he did that, and he had some balls to do that. I tell you, because he because yeah. he, because he's had some criticism for 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 starting him, and even tonight, a week after the whole scandal, ITV News is still starts talking about it. So you know it's um you know yeah. it's a slow news day, and a week after they're talking about a footballer on there that yeah, um, uh, but it's he got he got a, a tasty reception from the Watford fans, which he dealt with. He he played well and. If you start Dakar, I'm sure, and I'm sure of this, Brendan Rodgers will tell Dakar to go straight on to Craig Dawson because Craig Dawson's got not an inch of pace in him. Mm. And I believe I believe he'll, Zuma's, a, Zuma's a professional as much as what his actions haven't been professional. He's professional on that football pitch. He's a very good player. He knows how to deal with these type of things. And he showed that yeah. against Watford. Yeah. West Ham United here. Um, I think that's Andy, isn't it? Chris and Brad, do you think the media are overreacting to Zuma? I mean, to be totally honest with you, I think the media overreacts to most things. Um, You know, it's anything they can do. If it's a Premier League star, you know, as far as the the newspapers are concerned, you're hung, drawn and quartered before the ink's dry on the page. That said, you know, we've all got different standards. We all have different things. I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, the other incident involving a football player recently, for me, you know, no, keep on 
keep on, you know, hitting that in there and making sure. But it is difficult. And like Jake said, you know, it it is a non-footballing matter, so the club should deal with it and, you know... Um, yeah, but I also think there's a, there's, a, there's a responsibility of David Moyes to maybe and, and look, he, he got away with he, I don't I don't want to say he got away with it. Obviously, like you said, he's a professional and he handled it well. Mm. But I I just think there's also a responsibility on David Moyes to read the room, as the expression is, to read the situation and go, okay, um, we played Watford and you was at home, weren't you? I believe, yeah. Yes. Home. So even though Watford were going to give him stick, and there was probably a few, there was probably a fair percentage of your fans not wanting to insult him because he's a West Ham player, but weren't exactly given a raucous cheer when he did things too well because they remember what he did literally a couple of days ago. I, I think there's a tension of care around that around the situation, and you've got to look at it as a basis. And, and for me, if I'm in that situation as a manager personally, and I'll take a player. From, from, that's very beloved at Leicester. Say it was Yuri Tillemans or Jamie Vardy or Casper Schmeichel that were in a similar situation. I would contemplate every side of things. I don't think mm. it's wise to, you know, to you know. First of all, the media—they make a mountain out of a molehill, no matter how serious yeah. or lenient it is. I understand that they've got to, you know, broadcast these things, but it's the media. But I think you look at that player and think. If he goes out there and Leicester are fired up for this, we know what's just happened to them. We know they're desperate for a response. We know they're going to be going at it. And look, whether it's acceptable or not, on some forms, unfortunately, whether it's too far or not, I hope they don't again. There is going to be hostile attitude towards every talk that Zuma has. And no matter how professional you are, right, find him. I'm, I'm going to move on, Brad, otherwise we're going to... Yeah, Sorry, Brad. Yeah, I I'm going to move on because I don't want to... The of care should be to maybe take him out that limelight as well yeah. to kind of manage the situation as a whole. Yeah, Just... now, I know what you're saying, but let's not, you know... I mean, the guy doesn't deserve any publicity or even us to talk about him. But going back to you, you run in there, um, Jake. I mean, you know, you beat Palace. Um, that was close, though, 3-2. Um Norwich, you mean West, you know, Leeds, what happened at Leeds? I mean, on paper, that should have been an easy game. Well, we were there. That was, um, that was, I think, I think I actually saw your blog from from the match. You were going through the emotions, weren't you? That was a, that was a, that was a bad, bad day at the office. And we, we just, we, we deserve to lose that football match. Crystal Palace, we, um, we just about managed to scrape through in the end. We deserved to win, but, uh, it was a few nervy moments towards the end. Once we took the mick out of them going, oh, 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 oh when we were 3 0 up, they brought two goals back and, and made it a bit nervy. Norwich, we, we, um, we managed to get through there. We winged our way through that. Man United, that, I just, the less the less I talk about that, the better. Watford, <laughs> in the end, we managed to get through. It. But but just um, but just just before we move on from that, what 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 you will hear from West Ham fans tomorrow, you don't hear booing. You'll hear them going zoo for Zuma, and you'll hear them singing. He kicks what he wants. He kicks what he wants. Kurt Zuma, he kicks what he wants. But anyway, well, no. um, like I say, moving on. I mean. I mean, you you in better form, definitely in better form going into this, and Leicester haven't sort of been in brilliant form at all. And I always think it's strange because as we look at the table at the moment, it's very strange to look at the table because it it's so disjointed. You know, you've played more games than than those around you, but you are sat in fourth there at the moment. You lucky buggers. 
We are down there in 12th, uh, and I'm just trying to actually... Um, I'm trying to just get it so I can see it, and I can't at the moment. But um, let's just have a look. I mean, we're on. Was it? What, can you see what points were on there? Twenty-six. 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 Twenty-six points. So, I mean, but we've we've got a few games in hand, so it isn't all sort of over for us. But you know, you sat up there in fourth. You've got Europe starting again next week in the Europa League. Although, are you are you playing next week because you were top, so you you went through, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. The and um, the next Europa League action is the cup draw on the twenty fifth of February. So, yeah, so you got, got that, so you, that will help you, in fact, won't it? In that top four, because you know, I mean, I think Champions League and what have you is back. You're going to have, I say, that bit of a break. Can you maintain it? Can you still be up there come the end of the season? I don't believe so. I think I think we will drop down. I think we'll drop down back into the Europa League places again, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. We've played 24 games, which is the equal most of how many um, games anybody has played in the Premier League. We've got 24 uh, games, 40 points on the board. So we're officially safe in the Premier League. For you, I never <laughs> yeah, That's true. That's true. We are safe. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we were, as much as I'd like us to stay in that top four, we won't be there for for long because we've played Arsenal twice and they've still got two games in hand on us for only one point there. We've played Man United twice. They've got one game in hand on us with one point there. Spurs, we've got to play them again. There's still three games left there. Uh, and Wolves Wolves needed the win um, last night against Arsenal if they had any hopes of just trying to top, <laughs> um, uh, just trying to uh, unsettle the pack. <laughs> yeah. Excuse the pun. But uh, but I, I can see I can see where you get your uh, sarcasm from. Um, your daddy, scroll down, Chris, you will find less. Honestly, honestly, you have gone down like that though. It's, it's not till this week of it's been hell. We, we are three points behind um sorry, three games behind you. If we win all three, we're only going to be five points behind you at that point. Yeah, it's a big ask, Brad, isn't it, to win all three games yeah, in hand? A bit, a big ass. If you're literally taking it off current results, mate, I don't see where the next three wins come from. To be honest, no, with you. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. this is like one of them journeys that that does kick on from West Ham, and we 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 start with a win there. But right now, games in London are irrelevant as they've ever been to me, mate, because I don't see us getting three points from three games, like alone three wins. No, no. Now, but before we um. We, we came live here. We were talking earlier in the day on, on text and Twitter, and I asked you both to sort of come up with a, a one to watch from the other side. And the funny thing is, Jake actually gave us a one gave us a one to watch for West Ham as well. And he actually, oh, um, we're not supposed to do that. Oh. No, no, but don't worry. Maybe it was the way I worded it, or maybe you just don't understand English. Um, oh, <laughs> He's cheeky. <laughs> Cheap no, shot, but say, well, just yes. for right, just for it. Let's just let's just see whether it was me in the wrong. Let me read out the message that I got sent. Right. No, so let's, Chris, let's not. Let's yes, just move no, on. No, 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 no. Let's this just move on here. Now, so I'm reading the so Chris put, hi Jay, we have a segment on the show called One to Watch. Um, we pick a West Ham player. Could you choose a Leicester player? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Chris, you can remember this quiz. In my defence. 
I read it. I read it quickly because I had to go somewhere off school. Straight school. That was three forty-eight. I sent that, and you said, and you said we pick a West Ham. I thought it said. Oh God! Can you smell that, Brad? There's a lot of BS around, isn't there? As it happens, you both picked the same West Ham player, um, and that was Mr. Jared Bowen. So, Brad, tell us why you went for this gentleman. Uh, I've, I've been impressed with him. Look, a lot of probably neutral fans and probably West Ham fans, if you just really ask them who's their firepower up front, it probably still is overall, but it's Mikel Antonio, isn't it? But this guy probably came with a bit more expectation. Somebody had to carry the weight because... What we've seen with West Ham is when they lose that attacking prowess in, in Antonio, they 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 seem to drop off. I think over the last few seasons, it's definitely shown that in their effects where they went on a staggering bad form when he was out for a, an extended period of time over the last couple of seasons. And he's really come into his own. He's really become that driving force. It's almost like the, the, the more he seems to play in, the better he seems to get. And... West Ham fans are almost not dismissive of it, but they're also just probably just as confident if Antonio's not fit, if Jared plays. But he's, he's done really well. He, he, he's um, he, he's one that's getting talked about. Probably doesn't Jake probably doesn't like the idea, but there is already starts of the of the uh, press linking him here, there, and everywhere uh, in dribs and drabs. But from a West Ham point of view, they've been screaming out for a, a backup. Backup's probably the wrong term of words, but uh, uh, just a just as reliable source of goal scoring prowess as, as they get from Antonio. So, yeah, he's the one to watch for me. I think he's just a continued threat. He does seem to work hard on the pitch every time he plays as well. I'm, I'm a bit worried because every time I did this with um, Craig, everybody he picked always went and scored against us. So <laughs> I'm hoping you're going to break the cycle. Well, last um, time I did it, I, I said Edward, didn't I, for Crystal Palace for different reasons, saying he was going to have a shocker. And look what happened. He didn't score. He was no, no. Well, that's what I'm fingers, fingers crossed. So, Jake, yeah. when, when you finally understood what I was getting at, you actually, um, you actually, no, just the one, just the one you had to pick. One job, Jake, one job. <laughs> this was who you went for on the Leicester player that you, you uh, said you should, keep, you should keep an eye on. What what impresses you about Harvey Barnes? Well, I've, well, I've only actually watched 90 minutes and a little bit of Leicester all season. So I'd say it's the first. Don't blame you. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, it's the first guy that actually came to mind, and uh, and the only games I watched was our game, and I watched the last five minutes of the Spurs game, which was actually shambolic. So that's all I've watched from um, Leicester all season. Oh, I've just dropped a pen um, all season, and when when we've played you in the past, I've liked him. Um, but yeah. but I think if I recollect, uh, you said on a show a couple of days ago that he was better off on the bench. So you probably don't like me for that. Well, Brad, I mean, in fact. Oh. And thanks for your honesty, but Liverpool and did sweet FA, mate. I we didn't hear any of that. You went boomf. Yeah, you just eh. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, hear you now, yeah. mate. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Niall comes in and it, it all goes to pot. Oh, <laughs> Evening, Niall. How are you? Um, now I'm just saying, Harvey Barnes. I mean. This season's not been a good season for him at all. And he, he was dropped for Liverpool. We brought him on. And 
I'll be honest with you, it made no difference when he came. No, in. no, and unfortunately, that seems to be the one hurdle that Harvey Barnes doesn't seem to be able to get over. You know, ever since he went out on loan to West Brom, and he and, and then we brought him back in that January because of how well he was doing. Mm. Every every season, including that little six months there, there was glaring things that we said, "Oh, if he works on this, he'll get better." And then he seemed to be able to work on that, but then we'd find another flaw in him. So, you know, like we heard cutting in more was one of his issues. He used to predominantly go down that left and then he'd get, you know, he'd get taken out of a game, he'd get isolated and then he started cutting in more, but then he couldn't finish his dinner, let alone score a goal. So <laughs> then he, he'd obviously... Fool there. <laughs> yeah. And then he, uh, and then he, um, you know, then he spoke to Shearer and obviously got some advice elsewhere and then he started scoring goals. And then this year, we said we wanted him not to be a bit one-dimensional and a bit predictable. And it's a point I've made about Harvey Barnes. It's, he seems very predictable. He goes missing in games because teams figure out how to defend him and then he can't get the ball. Um, mm. And then we're forced over to the other side to do our attacking. There just seems to be something predominantly wrong. Maybe it's a tactical thing. Maybe it's mm. Harvey Barnes in general. But something seems to be that he can only work and improve on one thing per season. And it is starting to wear a bit thin with Leicester fans. I do worry for him because I do like him and do think he is a good talent. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, mean, I think we should. I think we should swiftly move on from that because maybe not all right, fool. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, honestly, Chris, you could have done me some favours by saying, "Listen, this lad's been awful all season. Pick something different." <laughs> I didn't know who you were going to pick. <laughs> you know, I, you you're probably I mean, right. You know what happens? We say this ourselves, and he'll go and score past you. Yes. And to be honest with you, Jake, that. you could have picked any outfield player, and we would have said we could have said exactly the same thing. Oh, He's right. been bad this season, so don't. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. Wait, 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 the BBC. I mean, this is this is a bit weird. The BBC website goes, "Would you start Tillemans or Barnes?" I mean, they completely are in different positions. Tillemans yeah. didn't start Jake on uh, against Liverpool. It was another one that came on with Barnes and made absolutely no difference whatsoever. But we do know what Tillemans can do when he, you know, when when he's he's on his game. If you see that team sheet that's sort of you know half three on Sunday and there's no Tillemans in there, does that give you a bit of a, a, a bounce, a bit of a g up? Yes, it does because I think he's a very good player. He's he's proven that many a time, and I think Ndidi and Tielemans, in my opinion, are the only two that give Rice and Suchek a run for their money on their day. In my mm. opinion, as a as a as a as a midfield duo, name me a better one because I can't think of one. But he's he's a he's a he's a very good player. But am I am I right in saying he blows hot and cold at times as well? This season, I think it's fair to say, isn't it, Brad? Yeah, I, I think he's more probably correct throughout most of it. You remember his first season after he joined for us on loan, near the back end of the season, he seemed to be blowing smoke out of his rear end. And he seemed to take that tiredness last season into the Euros. He looked very lethargic when he was playing for Belgium. So maybe he does have a consistency with his stamina. Um, some players just don't do it performance. And, and we have noticed, if you probably look through it, that Yori has sat out two or three games every so often. It just so yeah. happens that he's suddenly got 13, 14 months left on his contract. And because now we're going to have to sell him unless he signs a new deal, which is very, very unlikely, mm. it's suddenly he's not interested in Leicester. If you actually look at it over the bigger picture, you know, Jake's right. We, he, not so much over the seasons as they progress, but he does have an occasion to blow hot and cold 
at, at yeah. times. I'm just reminded, actually, of when we started at the beginning of the season, we did, in in, in reply to a, a Manchester United fan who was doing uh, a, a, a top 6 11 for the Premier League, and that did slightly annoy me. I did a top six, 11 from the rest of the Premier League, not including those. And there was a bit of a battle about who we would include in midfield, whether it was Suchek or Tillemans. And it was equal, and I had to make the decision. And I'll be honest with you, I went for Tillemans. But, you know, well, that wasn't... Well, well, I am guessing it was Royce as the other defensive midfielder. I can't remember, to be honest. I can't remember that. I told I you. Can't remember, but I'm sorry. I, I admire Suchet, but still, it, 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 when they're both at full pace, when they're both on their form, Tillerman still strolls it for me. He has to go in that midfield. But I, I would be inclined to agree with you on Rice, to be that fair. Was my, that was my point on, on, on Tillerman's, I believe, if my memory serves me right. But like I say, I'm of that age where I can't remember what I had for breakfast, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> Brad? Jamie Vardy, Ryan Bertrand, Castagna, Evans, Fafana, still out injured. I mean... Um, but we've known that for weeks, mate. We've known a few of them yeah. for several weeks, and so it shouldn't come as a shock. No. We've talked about certain acquisitions that we've added. Um, the, you look at our squad, and we've said it to many a lineup without them players, and it, it doesn't really... It shouldn't really be bothering us. They... You know, we should be able to put out a fairly, a fairly strong enough side that can compete and beat most of the teams in the Premiership. Yes, and um, with what we've got, you know, to rotate in and put in for for a steady period. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Them injuries don't concern me anymore. We've got in, we've got players back, or you know, where yeah. we need to. Do. You know, the fact that Rogers comes out and said the only biggest concern he injury wise he's got is. Fafana will be back in training next week. Tells you a lot about the injuries. He's not yeah. too concerned about Evans and Vardy being out because there's nothing he can do about them. No. And um, we're a bit later on when we let Brad go. We'll probably uh, let Brad go. Let uh, Jake go. We'll probably have a look at who who we might pick. Although it is a case of going like that, <laughs> seeing who's yeah. available. Jake um, David Moyes says Kurt Zuma is available to face Leicester, and only is it Masuka and. Ogbana remain absent because of injuries. And I've probably pronounced both of those wrong. Who's the first one you said? Arthur Masuka. Arthur Masuaku. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the those are the two. Uh, I think, yeah, Masuaku's no loss. Ogbana, of course, is a loss. It'll be Dawson next to Zuma, which I'll expect if Brendan Rogers still has half a brain cell and football knowledge left in him, he will stick Dakar straight onto Dawson because it will be a fun afternoon for Mr. Patson Dakar. It will. And the problem is, we can all probably see that, but come Brendan, and that is the, the big worry. Talking of Dakar, uh, a few, a few did you knows here, but uh, Patson Dacca could become only the seventh player in Premier League history to score in his first four home starts. Now, Brad, you know, and I know that Brendan will be looking at that tonight thinking, Yeah, I'll start in Acho. <laughs> Probably, mate. Probably. <laughs> Come on, I'm not far off there, am I? <laughs> no, you're not. Um, but you'd like to think. 
um, like like Jake said, that, that Brendan might bang his head and it might activate an extra brain cell and he might do this thing and go, oh, yeah, last season, I remember what happened. I played two strikers. But, mm. yeah, if not, it'll probably be the case. It'll start Adam O'Neill-Luckman as a lone striker and start them both off. Yeah. Oh, we but, love our... Oh, I'll say what, we love Luckman because he did the worst penalty in history to get us all three yeah. points. Yeah. 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 You know, remind me, Brad, we don't have Jake on again, OK? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, it's all right. <laughs> You'll forget because you'll think he's called Jack, so it's all right. Oh, this is true, and my memory will let me won't let me remind remind me of this. I'll forget this. Yeah. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget. You're on my show at seven tomorrow, morning, Chris. Don't oh, forget. That. God, that's going to be that's going to be tough. Um, I'm the quiz, mate. I think I'm. I think I'm washing my hair. I think I'm washing my hair. You know, the three hairs that I've got left. I think I'm washing them tomorrow. Um, Leicester manager Brendan Rodgers has lost each of his last three meetings with David Moyes in all competitions. The only managers he's lost four in a row against in his career. So Alex Ferguson, 11-13, and Ancelotti in 14-20. Um, David Moyes by Sunday night. Well, I was going to say, on that, I can remember when David Moyes came in that the West Ham fans weren't too happy with him. <laughs> you know, they didn't want him back. And to be honest with you, I'm surprised he went back the way he was treated because he kept you up and then you dumped him. Um, and that didn't work out very well, did it? But he's come yeah, back was, in. Um, You've got to be happy with him now. Yeah, it was it was difficult because we bought him in after we sacked Slav and we, uh, and we thought, yeah, we'll just get him to the end of the season just to keep us up. He kept us up. And then we got the big flash Manuel Pellegrini that was the biggest flop, yes. biggest flop since... Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. So, yeah. Um, and then Manuel... It's your last manager. Yeah. Manuel Pellegrini um, came in, wasted 150 million quid, and we got out of it. Fabianski and Fornals are only two decent players. We got out of that 150 million pounds. And and then we sacked Pellegrini, which was inevitable. Was it December 20, end of December 2019? And then we bring back David Boys, and we thought... Oh, Really, he's here to the end of the season, and we're back to square one. He'll keep us up, and we're back to square one. But no, he's he's thrived. I think I think COVID did did the team, the manager, everybody involved, the world of good, which is not nice, but it is what it is now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't particularly like Andre Yarmolenko, but he kept us up in that COVID year by scoring that goal against Chelsea. We all love scoring against Chelsea, but that pretty much kept us in the Premier League, and and. Uh, and then the next season, we're going to go from finishing 16th to 6th. Yeah. Not faulting. Well, you can fault Brad, him because we haven't signed anybody. <laughs> yeah, Brad, I'm all, no, no, nor did we. And, and there was quite a lot of clubs that didn't actually sign anybody. But Brad, Pellegrini, I mean, that kind of, for me, sums up, like with Ranieri, that certain managers do well at clubs where they've got the money to spend big. You know, the Chelsea's, the Man City's, those sort of things. You give them a club that... Is maybe struggling a little bit, as in fairness, no, you know, joking aside, West Ham were, and they can't do it. You know, Ranieri won the title with us, went to Fulham, who were struggling, couldn't keep them up, went to Watford struggling, we see what happened there. And I mean, I just think sometimes you do wonder when people go for these managers, don't you? I mean, you do and you don't. It's clearly obvious when you, when you, work at pretty high caliber clubs um and do have success with certain clubs in that division mm. you you can understand why 
you know, especially given his age um, in terms of management uh, and his experience, you maybe go, he's probably going to want a quick pay packet. We can get him in instead of having to buy someone out of their contract. He was available. Um, so you can understand why they took a chance on him. But unfortunately, when you're used to working with a high caliber of players, you're you're able to flex your arm a little bit more and, and try a few things because these players are a lot more um, talented. And I can't, for lack of a better word, they are more talented than than mm. than, than players that West Ham had. And and same with Leicester, we're, we're seeing yeah, it with yeah. Rodgers. He's trying to do, he's trying to maybe overcomplicate things with with certain with with a squad that's majority not as talented as some of the few individual class players that we do have, uh, and it doesn't work. You know, you, you, you hear a lot of managers say there's certain things you can do, you can't do it at, at other clubs that you can do when you're managing a Real Madrid, a Barcelona, a Liverpool, Man City, etc. Because you have to manage the overall ability of the squad and not one or two individual stars. And, you know, on another day, maybe, maybe it's stubbornness as well. You get so used to being able to do that and you expect the players to be able to adapt it. It, 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 it was... It was a I think disaster to happen. To yeah, I think it's you that says you can't polish a turd. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that the West Ham players were turds. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm not being. I'm not being that awful. But uh, yeah, you make you make you make an, an excellent point there. That it is a standard of players that are used to. I don't believe I'm going to read this one out because it's just going to make Jake even more big-headed than he already is. But West Ham United have won each of their last three Premier League games against Leicester, last winning more consecutively against the Foxes in the competition in the first four such meetings between 94 and 97. I don't know why I even bothered reading that one out. You know, I should have you just... Know, do you know what the worst thing is that fans should that fans actually dread without really saying it? Is they hate when they hear stats that all go in their favour just before they're about to play the team. Because what happens to them stats? You hear that West Ham haven't lost to us? You hear that West Ham to potentially David Moyes is going to be the first manager since Carlo Ancelotti to go four games in a row beating Rodgers. And what happens? You go home crying. <laughs> you go home crying. So we'll wait till Sunday to see all these smug little comments come back and bite these West Ham fans on their asses. <laughs> he says getting this rightly clipped when we get beat 4 0. But yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, I mean, Brad, you've just slagged off Chris for typing all that. That took him time to type all that up and find him and put, did you know, hashtag two and three. At type. Type. You I think mean, he typed. It's adorable. You think he can still type with his age. I mean, you know, you don't type when you've got copy and paste. Jake. <laughs> what? No, <right. laughs> it was voice commands. He's got a button. He pressed yeah, it. I mean, obviously, in 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 that part of London, they're still using chalk and slate. Obviously, I don't you know. live in London, Chris. I don't live in London. No, you I don't probably... actually. You don't actually. I think, unfortunately, I think you live a bit near me, which is a little bit worrying. I've got to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, you know. I, live, I live about forty-five minutes away from you. Oh, yeah, so when you, when you don't send him that £10 for coming on for a PayPal, and then his gang of mates are going to come to your door, mate. <laughs> no, this is presuming Jake's got mates. Come on. Oh, right. oh, oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, would you want to be mates? Would you want to be mates with a West Ham fan? Let's be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'll leave that there. 
I mean, all Jay I'll say Cox. is that Richard Cox, it's almost reportable to the NSPCC that you're making him wear clothes like that. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what, fair play. Your, your, your insult list has gone from one to three in the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> it will go back down again. It will go back down yeah. again. Don't worry. It always finds its way back to the gutter with Chris. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You just wait till tomorrow night when it's on my turf and I've got control of the buttons, Chris. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll get your own back. Um, West Ham, have, I'll, I'll move out before then. I'll say 45 minutes is a bit too close. You know, uh, West Ham have scored in 90% of their Premier League matches against Leicester. I'm, I'm, there you go, Brad. I'll try it again. 26 out of 29, the highest ratio against an opponent they've faced more than 10 times in the competition. What's I mean, ratio mean, Chris? What does what say? The highest ratio. Yeah. What's that <laughs> I, mean? It, you basically, you've won more against us than any other team. All right. All right. So you do know what you're control-Ving into your PowerPoint then? <laughs> oh, dear. So, Brad. Oh, I mean, just... <laughs> oh wow, Chris. Wow, Chris. <laughs> we can just hope. <laughs> you're so mean. I know, but it's it's Jake. It's, it's fun to do it to Chris, Jake. It? Da, 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 Chris. Da, 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 da. Um, oh, so dear. yeah, basically, um, I'm going to end up with score predictions. I mean, I have actually gone two one to Leicester, uh, as I didn't get it right against uh, everybody else on in in the in the in the mini league went for a liverpool win and got some points i obviously supporting my team went for the draw and didn't get any so i'm going for a 2-1 win to leicester because with our defence we're going to concede uh, steve linex went 1-0 to west ham but he does uh, do really the reverse psychology yeah uh, he'd never got it right that's why he's done that um jerry Taggart has gone for a 2-2 draw uh, Steve Walsh and Ian Marshall both agree with me at 2-1 and Ian Wilson has gone 2-2 as well. Come to you first, Jake. Uh, do you see, is, is it going to be another 4-1? Well, it might be, but I don't know what I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict a 5-1. No, no, no. Two, two on West Ham. Um, Dad, Dad copies everything I say. 2-1 West Ham. Um, the goals will come from the guy just there. Just here. Mamo Lanzini, if you can't see. Um, well, what are you doing with Lanzini in your bedroom? Shut up. <laughs> I don't think, you know. Let him let him out for the weekend, you know. Say that to his face, yeah? Say that to his face. What are you doing in Jake's bedroom? <laughs> well, he's silent. He's silent like his performance will be on Sunday. Exactly, oh. exactly, yes. He's very, he's very two-dimensional, isn't he? <laughs> you wait till you wait till whoever Dave and Roger you've got in defence because you know. <laughs> it yeah. might be Dave and Roger at this point, mate. I don't you that much. Well, you know, Brad used to be a goalie, but he's actually <laughs> they're trying to utilise him in defence. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see if I can use that ability to defend on Sunday. Yeah, I've got, I've got the ball. So you'll go for two one the other way to 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 West Ham then uh, obviously Jake yeah. Brad. Do you know what? For all the stick and all the hand rubbing together of excitement and anticipation, West Ham fans have gave gave it the large and everything. Would it be really embarrassing from now to like not be able to score from a set piece against a set piece? You know, offer us. You know, I mm -hmm. think I think it'd be lovely if we managed to do something that we've 
barely done this season and get another clean sheet. And I'm going for Leicester 3, West Ham 0. Sorry, did I hear that right? I also predicted North Macedonia to go and get to the final of the Euros, mate. So don't <laughs> oh, oh, I beat you to that, Chris. See? I beat you to that. I can sense it. You said I could sense it. <laughs> but you, 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 you have stuck by Norwich, and that's coming good now. So, yeah, you're not too bad. Although you did get one point in last week's prediction league, which was a little bit worrying. Um, I know. I just showed I'm a true Leicester fan because I'm bottling being top. I've been top all this time. <laughs> and I'm Scott's gone three two to Leicester. Uh, Terry said he hasn't spun his um, coin yet, and Scott says, "Jake, will you be crying bubbles on Sunday?" No, you'll be. You'll be crying them stupid whacker things that you lot have and Southampton. Do you still have them? Them stupid things that you whack on your hands? The clappers, yeah. Clappers Clappers is the word you're looking for, yes. Yeah. It's up there with the uh, Vuvuzela of football memorabilia. Yeah. (laughs) It's up there. Sorry? It's up there with... Oh, oh I, I forget I'm talking to a, a, a child in nappies. Ask your South dad. South Africa World Cup 2010. Ask I your dad, yeah, ask your dad about the Vuvuzela. I, I know you were probably only two then, weren't you? So you wouldn't remember it, but it, it's a World Cup thing, mate. Uh, it was used inside the 2010 World Cup. I see. Where's Chris gone? Has he gone too Oh, uh, he's up until time. No, no, I, I told you, mate, it's his, it's his old age. He wanders off sometimes after <laughs> some stuff. The rest of us hold this together for him. He just wanders off. Look, here he comes. This this isn't a voodoo sailor. Oh, oh he's not one of <laughs> I'll tell you what, they really get on my nerves, honestly. Good. N- nearly as bad. Nearly as bad. That's How much do you get on your nerves? <laughs> you waited. I got control tomorrow, Chris, with these women buttons. <laughs> I, I used to have a voo-voo sailor, though let's not uh, let's not knock it. Um, no, it wasn't a voo-voo sailor, mate. It was his ear and aid. He used to hold him like that. This is very true. <laughs> how, how did you know? <laughs> wow. Well, wow. I know these things. Come on, Chris. He's started five minutes ago. T- Terry, Terry says, last question here for you. Well, it's not. <laughs> we know really it's your bedtime. Don't you try and <laughs> pretend it's not. But who? Uh, West Ham song, I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. Who started that? You see that? Yeah, I can't see that with my eyes. Come on. That's a plaque. Not that much, but reading them words, it looks like hieroglyphics, mate. I'll be honest with you. You'd have to read that out for us because that's not that. I'm from yes. Burn Bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so I know, reach the sky. I like my dreams, they fern and die. Fortunes always arding. I've looked everywhere. I'm from Burn Bubbles, pretty bubbles. I thought I thought Jake showed that because he couldn't read. Oh dear! <laughs> yeah. Jake, so it's going to be two, isn't it? Two one, Chris. Two, one. <laughs> Jake, yeah. um, Richard, you got to, you got to, you got to sort him out, mate. He's 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 wild. He's on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> you need to rein him in. Stop letting him sneak red balls upstairs to drink them before bedtime. He's bounced off the walls in there. Come on. Come on, <laughs> he is, he is right, Jake. Thank you so much for coming on. That's yeah. all right, and get um, your own work done before Monday. Then <laughs> <laughs> we'll get my own work done, just like, just like, uh, just like Chris does. Chris gets his own work done, <laughs> his old copy and paste. <laughs> control, <laughs> v, control C, Control V, bing bang bosh. Let's go. You see again, you see, you, oh, you, you yeah. control V, just go on to copy. None of that control V rubbish, you know. Well, that's, but, that's uh, right, click, left, click, right click, left click, it's easier. 
to yeah. be honest with you, I've got I, I don't do but I'm actually start I've got a job. I'm starting a job on Monday. Oh, I'm yeah. actually helping out a typist. I'm only helping her with capital letters though. <laughs> it's shift work. Oh for God. <laughs> See what I've been put up with, Jake. <laughs> what was that? It was Chris's Chris just sat down and that's the noise it makes when he sits down. <laughs> I don't know what you bother, Brad, to be honest with you. I don't know what you bother. Oh, no, it's not like, hard work, mate. The worst, the worst thing is. Worst thing is I'm doing this for free. <laughs> well, you know, the pe people want to pay me to come on here, Brad. You are so lucky. Oh, oh yeah. you know. Um Thanks very much, Jake. I will see you tomorrow at seven. Um, yeah, don't forget. I know. You might yeah. have to send me a reminder. Yeah. Uh, Just send an email to his nurse that looks after him. Yeah, <laughs> please do. Please do. Good luck for the rest of the season. I really, apart from Sunday, I hope you do really, really well and have a good season and you break into that sort of top six and stay there. And good luck in the Europa League, mate. Definitely. Thank you very much. Brad, condolences go to you because you've got to see her every week for an hour with Chris. So I know, it's more than an hour sometimes. Sometimes if he gets what he's talking about, it's even worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> I brought so, you on here to defend me. Get to bed, you. Get to bed. It's past your bedtime. See you tomorrow. Jake, before you go, before you go, how can people find you? Yeah, your details well, are in the description. Yeah, you details are in the description, but give it a shout out. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on West Ham on official on YouTube. We don't do ten minute intros over there, so uh, you can you can, you can find us that. Should there be more interesting than the show? <laughs> West, <laughs> you can tell Chris got nothing to do, can you? <laughs> uh, uh, please subscribe to Leicester Did I Die TV. You can find us here on Leicester Did I Die TV. <laughs> He loves it, really. He loves it, really. He's just self-advertising there, Chris, you see. I know. Yeah, he's advertised our channel, not his own. <laughs> you can find us on Spotify, on Leicester, Did I Die TV, and on all major podcast platforms. Leicester, Did he's I Die TV. I tell you what, he, he mocks it. But... Oh, now the upstairs. Now the upstairs videos coming. You froze them, Brad. Oh, did I? Great. Thank God yeah. for that. That's great timing of that, weren't it? Great timing. <laughs> right, catch you later, lads. I tell you what, I was going to get you to record the thing for me, then I can use you as a jingle. Take care, Jake. All the best, mate. Thanks for coming on. I'll see you tomorrow night at seven. That sounds. He's obviously an EastEnders fan. He's got. He's rushing off, you know, yeah. for EastEnders. Um. Very, very quickly, I'm not going to go through the whole team, um, but changes for tomorrow? Yeah. Or even, yeah, or even I might be 11, even for Sunday? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there'll be a few changes. Um, in fact, I did actually write an, an 11 up um, for you. Uh, oh, well, if you've done, oh, I, tell, I mean, if you've, if you've done it, then we can certainly, let me just bring it up. Um, yeah, I've, I've gone for what I my ideal eleven. What I'd like to see go in a four four two if that helps with formation selection. It will do. Win one second. I'm, I'm making a last minute change because I've torn between two players to play there, but I yeah. feel for a reason I'm going to keep him on the bench and play him on that side. But nevertheless, right, we move. So, so your formation. I, I like. I like a good four four two. Yeah, um, good old Mike Bassett traditional four four. Exactly, yeah. No, we're right. 4-4-2. That's what yeah, it should exactly. be. I presume, I mean, I think it's a given we're going to get Schmeichel in goal. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, Schmeichel would yeah. go in goal. Um, I would then go with Luke Thomas as the left-back. So, Luke Thomas, I agree, yep. Uh, I'm The only part of Brendan's words that I'm going to include it in here is Wilfred and Didi at centre-back. Um, it's believed that Brendan seems to suggest that Wilfred and Didi may have a prolonged centre-back career, and I'm all for it, really. Right. To be um, honest with you, I can't put that one in because the BBC well, have him as a midfielder, but we'll know that that one is Yeah, the blank spot is, is indeed. Uh, yeah. and, and we keep saying this every time we're surprised, we should probably get used to it by now, but his defensive partner would be Daniel Amati. Yeah, he's, 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 to be honest with you, one of the few players that's really coming out with any credit at the moment this season. Yeah, yeah, and funny enough, the guy who's only played, what, three or four games of football probably comes out with another highlight for us this season. And, and on the right uh, is JJ. Um, yeah. And, and, and that, you'll understand why when I tell you what I was thinking on the on, on, on the right side of the um, of the, the midfield for... for uh, get me words right uh, for the rest of the team. So yeah, JJ will play on the right. Can you me. be? Can you see? I don't know if you can see that, but the BBC haven't got JJ down as a defender. Why well, he's a left? He's I know a, he's not there though, is he? All right, yeah. All right, being as a builder, I tell you what, just put in Bertrand because we know Bertrand can't play. That's JJ. But for God's sake, I'm sorry, it just goes against everything. Could I want to do to put Bertrand in there? So we're gonna we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it for now. I think that's another blank spot. Yeah, um, God, like, BBC are trash. They oh. are, aren't they? I can tell you what we're gonna do. We're not gonna do that because. They you, do you want me to read them out? Do you want me to read them out, Ben? I think that's, I think that's going to be the best bet because the BBC yeah. just don't have any idea about our injury crisis. So we started, no. we started with Casper. We yeah. had Thomas at the left. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And Daniel Martin. And JJ on the right. And JJ, yeah. Now, the reason I'd gone for Amate is because I was originally going to put Ricardo Pereira as the right winger because he has played mm. that role before. Yeah. Well, I said however, that for Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. However, given that Ricardo's had reoccurring lengthy injuries and the caution probably given around Ricardo, I feel if he's going to play, it'll be as a substitute. Uh, and I don't know if that'll be swapping JJ around, taking Thomas off and putting him as a right back, or it'll be putting him on for the man who I have eventually decided to put there, which is Lutman. I've put Lutman as the right winger. Okay. Um, I've got Harvey Barnes playing on the left because without Pereira starting, I don't really. I want us to be free flowing and and, and pacey going forward. Uh, I don't want a defensive reliable job that Mark Albrighton mm -hmm. did as well as he played. So I, I have to get Harvey Barnes into this team for that reason. And this is where the shock comes into it. I've got James Madison as the middle two, but I've got mm. Kieran Dewsbury Hall. As his partner, not your retirements. To be um, honest with you, after the other night, I think you make a very good point there. Uh, yeah, and I just think that them two have more of an attacking prowess, and I, I feel like this this insistency when we play Indeedy at the back to put someone like a Samore in front of them just makes too much of a cluster. So mm. my front two, which God knows what they'll be if Brendan gets a choice of two. Uh, like I said, Lutman might move from right wing to forward, but I have gone for Pats and Dacker taking the role of Vardy. 
and Kalachi yeah. Inacho starring the role of a certain Shin- Shinji Okazaki because they play the exact same way both of them do in, in fact in the terms of Dak has got the pace and the running behind yeah. and Kalachi would work well in that Operation False Nine role where he goes between the number 10 and, and, and second forward role. So yeah, and let, that, let's that, be that honest with be. you. Let's be honest with you. It worked with him and Vardy, as we know, last season. Yeah. You know. you'd, almost, you'd almost think after the form he had last season that Brendan would have looked at that and gone, that, that, that works. Maybe that's what I don't change, but hey, yeah. well, here we are. Yeah. So yeah, but, ideal yeah. world, four four two, and we've got some attacking mm. prowess. But Now, Scott says here, steady on Brad and Chris having KDH and Madison in centre midfield. Now, I'm going to go for my, my 11, which yeah. I do like four four two. But, and you can probably see the way that this is going to go, I'm actually going to go um, 4-4-1-1, which is basically a 4-4-2. Now, instead of Ndidi in the back four, and I totally see why you put him there, it makes sense, I would have Chowdhury in that role because he's done that before. He did very well. Um, I would have... um, Indeed, he then in place of Madison. Uh, I wouldn't put Barnes in because he, he didn't do anything for him, but I would have. I'm going to try Luckman on the left. Yeah, he's very versatile. He can do that. I mean, that's that's his preferred position, to yeah, be honest with yeah, you, for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and in, and on, on the right, I would put Ricardo. And I know it, there's sort of questions over his fitness, um, but he did play, you know, he mm-hmm. came on against Forrest. And I think I, I, I've got to say, let's go. And he's attacking. He's, he's good in that I mean, role. He can get the, a mean, good thing. And yeah. I just think we should go and get the lead. Let's get the lead. And then yeah. if he can't play the full 90, let's swap him if it means bringing Luckman over. I want to try Luckman on well, the left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, no, looking at your team in point in comparison, I mean, Wilfred for me was purely went into, I would actually naturally prefer a natural centre-back and I know I've made the point before that he actually started his career at centre-back but he's probably played more games as a centre-back for Leicester than he did throughout the entirety of his career before he joined us Yeah, but I put him there um, more on the basis of what Roger said and what the issue is again with some just confidence. You've made an interesting point though, if you drop Barnes because... I had to eventually didn't I? (laughs) I know right once in a blue moon, a broken clock is right twice a day and all that but yeah. <laughs> if you do put Lutman on the on the left and keep the attacking prowess, you could give Pereira seven sixty-five, seventy minutes, and then because we know he's going to do it because it's Rogers, maybe mm. have that defensive-minded player, i.e. Mark Albright, and come on and replace him. I can see where that would work. I was just I did actually try and fit him in with JJ on my starting side yeah. and keep them on both sides. So I I'd be I'd be happy with both lineups, mate. I think they're both yeah. made. Oh, and to be honest with you, the only other one I would do, and I know I've said about having two up front, but I'd have Inacho on the bench and I would have Madison just behind Dakar. Madison yeah. can change it, you know, he can change a match. And the problem is if we've got if we've got Inacho and Dakar both on at the moment, we you know, if we need to make a change, we've got nobody yeah. on the bench. Yeah, you could move Luckman up there or what, but I just I'd sooner have that as a sort of like say a backup if you yeah. like, you know. So yeah. um but this is Brendan <laughs> Rogers. We could see Yakupovic in goals, the best of guard in centre mid, and we could see we could see Emileski playing on the left wing if he had his options. 
Yeah, neither of us have gone for Perez. Um, I'm very Scott. certain, Scott, don't you worry. He can be left back in the changing rooms, mate. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Best place for him, I'm sorry. Um, but, I mean, and this is the other thing as well. When you actually look at sort of Roger, and he was the first Rogers signing, um, and that's the worrying that, that thing. That was red flag, wasn't it, if you think about it now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but... Uh, Scott, Scott would happily would be happy with either of our formations. I mean, it's just a case of tweaking. We've virtually yeah. got this, almost, uh, you know, the yeah. same. Except, you know, maybe I've I've got uh, let's say Madison slightly behind Dakar, but it's just yeah. and, and, to one, fair, yeah. and to be fair, with my four four two, with how Kalecchi and Acto plays, the only reason I put Madison in the centre mid is he can be the driving force that gives it early yeah. to Acto, and he can then in turn feed. Dakar. It's essentially a four-four-one-one when you look at where they'll sit on the pitch. But yeah. the basis of starting yeah. it'd be a four-four-two. So yeah, I'm, I'm but then like it, here we fall into the trap of typical footy pans down the pub on a Friday night. Five of us coming up with five different formations and five different sets of players. <laughs> so yeah, and, it always and, happens. None of us get more than six players in the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least I got eleven. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Actually, that's good night, mate. I did the eleven as well. I had to write it down. I was writing it uh, down. I, 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 have, uh, I did write it down, but I have I have wrote I have it there. But yeah, at least this time we amended ourselves and made sure we had eleven players. <laughs> yes, yeah. For those of you that uh, haven't seen it, we we both picked the team the other day. Unfortunately, I went the full way and I read my team out, and I hadn't realised I'd only put ten in. Brad did for his, and he managed to correct himself. So he didn't look quite the idiot that I looked, but nobody's clipped yeah. that, so I thankfully. Silently, yeah, I silently listened to Chris make his mistake and went, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Chris is wrong. Here we go. I'll just put <laughs> yeah. it all in. Never happened. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, as always, thank you so much. Uh it's been great fun. I I am worried, I'm not gonna lie. Um I think if we go behind tomorrow, I'm scared what the crowd's reaction is gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. Well, see the, the thing is if you're going to the game tomorrow and you're still watching now and you're listening, my advice to you is I know it's tough, I know it's difficult, and we've seen what's happened over the last few weeks. But if we do go behind, typically probably to a corner, it's cliche with Leicester season. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing to do, and it might sound like it's not really your responsibility, but in a way, it, it, it's the responsibility of everyone in a, in, in a work, you know, in a group, in a team, in a, in a business, and to pull together. So if we yeah. do find ourselves going behind Burley, do what we'd normally do roar, let them know. Come on, we believe in you. You can turn this around. Give them that response. Let's mm. not go quiet. Let's not let West Ham sound like they're making more noise than 30,000. Let's get, you know, let's really make that place a cauldron. And yes. just quickly, I know it was a subject that we tried to diver off a bit, and I'm, I do apologise, Chris, for this. Yes, but keep, keep your disdain, or whatever a better word for, for lack of it, towards Zuma respectable yes i've got yes. no problem with some gamerships and making your opinions known by booing somebody for what he did because he's got to learn you know yeah. then, then, then his kids have lost that cat as well let's remember that yeah. so he's punished yeah. enough as it is let's not have any incidents like I do say, not let's want just to be, keep it to banter yeah. you keep know it, yeah exactly that, that that's yeah, no. let's keep it yeah. clean 
it's, yeah. it's a nice. Do you know what will happen? What happens when everybody winds up, Jamie, about Rebecca Vardy? He goes and scores against you. So let's just remember that. And then takes out a corner flag. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I will see you Sunday evening, sir, in place of one man and his dog post-match. Let's hope hope we are talking about a win. I just hope so. You know, yeah, but Brad, the songs you, of praise will be from here, but it won't be it won't be <laughs> hymns about me being Jesus. It'll be hymns about three points, hopefully. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. Brad, okay. you're a gentleman, sir. Thank you so much. At Full Time Focus, that is how you can find Brad uh, on yep. Twitter. Make sure you go and give him a follow and he will retweet and do all the stuff that uh, you would expect of him. So, uh, and, and he obviously puts uh, Leicester information up there as well. So, at Full Time Focus on Twitter, do give him a follow. And um, I'm going to be back at nine o'clock on Dan's channel trying to predict some scores. That'll be fun. Uh, could be worse. I could be Brad. He only got one point this week. <laughs> In fact, I need oh, to put yeah, Steve's I in. I tell you, I need to put Steve's predictions in. Um, but thanks so much, mate, and I'll see you Sunday night. Uh, I'll see you then, mate. Hopefully more cheerful than I have been for the last few uh, post-matches. Y- you and me both, mate. You and me both. Take care, mate. Yeah. Stay safe. And Cheers. And Bye-bye. Thanks to Brad there. Make sure you do get over Twitter, like I say, at Full Time Focus. The link, again, is in the description below. And... Um, if you haven't done yet, please do this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. And as Scott says there, in fairness, I think the best thing that only fans can do towards uh, Zuma is silence and concentrate on making more noise, singing for the Foxes. Definitely. We need to get behind the boys. Um, I feel for them. It's going to be difficult, but then they've put themselves in this position with that performance against Knott's Forest. I don't think, I don't think there was a lot mended against Liverpool. Uh, and I think the fact that we're coming out and saying, well, we, you know, we're only 2 0, we didn't lose, you know, we didn't get stuffed. But did Liverpool really come out of first gear? Second, possibly. So maybe, maybe it's not that good. West Ham, we know what they can do to us. They did it to us at the start of the season. Um, get behind the boys, give them, give them the, the big up, you know, get your, uh, get your clappers out for the lads, as they say. Uh, I think that's what they say anyway. And um, after the match, if they've not performed, let your feelings know. But for while the ball is on the pitch, please get behind the team. Become that 12th man. As somebody a lot more drunk than me once said, let's be having you. Good night. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.